Praise the Lord. Praise, praise the Lord. Lord. Praise the Lord. Welcome to the church. Oh, no, not the church. <laughs> Jesus only podcast. Amen. Amen. Still the church of apostles. It is all, all on the one heading. Amen. How's everybody doing on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon, evening in sunny California? Yes. Great weather. Wonderful weather. Uh, amen. We're going to open up with prayer. We're going to get started on this evening. Father God, in the precious, wonderful name of Jesus, we say thank you, Lord, because you're great and greatly to be praised. You're a wonderful savior. You're a wonderful king. You're a wonderful healer. You're a magnificent leader, Lord God. And we just give you praise for all that you do for yes, us. Lord. Lord, we can't do it without you. We need you more and more each and every day because you are the person, the, the God, the, the only entity that we can go to to get the help that we need daily, Lord God. Yes, Hallelujah. Lord. You, so Jesus. we're here to seek your face more on this evening. And we thank you right now. In Jesus' name we Jesus pray. Name. Amen, 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 and amen. Amen. Welcome, Sister Portis. Welcome, John Portis. To the Jesus Only Podcast. Amen. What you got Amen. to tell the people this morning before we get started? Amen. Just a reminder mm -hmm. for you to call in and, um, you know, share your thoughts with us tonight. Amen. Amen. Um, we would like for you to call in to our line, which should be on the screen, 323-615-4111. Or you can email us mm -hmm. at jportis at jesusonlyclub.org. Amen. Amen. We have some special guests in the house tonight. We might call them, but uh, I'm going to have one of them to bring me an uh, anniversary book that's sitting in my office. I want to advertise the anniversary book for all of you all that may be interested in getting a copy. Amen. Amen. But we're here. We're continuing the family series. Amen. Don't forget to like, share, spread uh, uh, the podcast around. Let everyone know, amen, that we're here to talk about Jesus is the only answer. Mm -hmm. But tonight, uh, I, I'm going to, uh, should I say, we are going to, we're still in the family series, yes. but we're going to do parenting seminar, so to speak, for the next few, for the next few sessions. Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, I want you to go in your Bible and turn to Psalm 127 for right now. But I want to I want to talk about parenting and children. So I want the children uh, to be able to listen as well as the parents, mm -hmm. because it's, it's going to be twofold. Um, um, I've, I have a lot of young people at Church of Apostolicity, you know, all ages, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, all ages. We are a a young church. Amen. Uh, we're not into that millennium way of thinking. Mm -hmm. So I want you all to know that. Amen. Amen. I, I I don't agree with it. You can call it what you want, but sin is sin. You can sin a 20 year old, sin like a five year old, sin like an 80 year old. Right. Amen. So I don't know. Y'all come up with this stuff that the devil put out there. So y'all can use it to justify not living holy. So we don't get into the millennium. Amen. But I, I want you um, to know that we have a lot of young people and they've coined the phrase for me, their pastor to say, uh, we have, uh, what is it called? Restrictive freedom. Restricted freedom. No, freedom with restrictions. Freedom with restrictions. They coined that because okay. they say, I let them have fun, but I restrict them. Mm -hmm. Amen. And I've, I've always loved that. And so I talked to them. I don't have a youth leader. I am the youth leader. Yes, mm -hmm. I'm 62, but my wife and I, we are the youth leader mm -hmm. because God haven't asked us to put no one over the young people. You may have heard me say in time past that my pastor said, John, don't lose the young people. Right. He said, Brother John, I lost two sets. He said, when I looked up, they was grown and gone. Mm -hmm. I'm going to watch mine grow up, get grown and go and come back. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so uh, I'm not going to put them in someone's hand and I lose them because I've come too far. What Bishop Doug said, I've come too far to lose this war. Lose that war. I, I'm not going right. to lose my young people mm -hmm. because they're the one that's going to take over when we are out of here. Mm -hmm. But in, in having them, I have talks with them. They can They, they come to me. Freely, even the little ones that come to me and, and talk to me, and I love it. And I give them attention, amen. 
And I'm finding that the one that are graduating, getting ready to graduate, or recently graduated from high school and in college, they're having a lot of struggles and they're normal struggles. Mm -hmm. So they're really not struggles. Mm -hmm. I tell them it's the way of life. I've, right. I've told them over and over uh, when they graduate from high school, that's the first day of adulthood or the first day of the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. You know, I've told them when they graduate from college, that's the second day. Amen. But we're going to talk to them and the parents for, like I say, for a while on going out into the world because it's, it's, it's a lot. It's, it really is a lot. And I remember when I was graduating from high school and back then in colleges, when you went to colleges, they kept the men and the boys in one dorm and the girls in another one, yes, no co-ed. Yes, yes, amen. And they had what they call dorm moms and dorm dads or someone there right. because they knew these children was coming out of home that had been sheltered mm -hmm. and thrust in a big old building with a whole bunch of children. And they didn't know anything about mm -hmm. life. Right. They, they don't know nothing about life. And for some reason, we think children nowadays coming from home at 17 and 18 and thrusting them in society, they don't know what they're doing. No, they don't. You know, they finding out when they go away to college that they're in dorms. They have to buy, their, they have to know how to go out and buy the necessary supplies for their home, mm -hmm. toilet paper, paper towel, Kleenex, towels, soap. They have to know how to shop for laundry detergent. They have to know how to wash clothes. They don't know how to keep the room clean, mm -hmm. you know? And that's why uh, parents, you all are the fault or the problem that your children go out and don't know what they're doing because mm -hmm. you're not teaching them at home. Mm -hmm. You have to teach them at home because when they go out, they don't know what they're doing. Boys think the girls are supposed to be the cooks. You know, where you get that lie from? Right. You know, I love cooking. You know, uh, you need to know how to clean toilets, girls and boys. Right. You, you need to know how to keep your toilet clean. You need to know that every time you take a dump in your toilet, you need to clean it. Mm -hmm. You can't let that stuff build up. You get that brown color in there. You know, and people like me come to your bathroom. Oh, hey, if I got to take a dump, it goes back when he sees that. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These are the things parents, right. you see, and, and then people frown when I talk about these things, like I shouldn't say it. Well, Jesus said, y'all are falling. Y'all are destroyed because y'all won't learn nothing, right. you know, and parents, y'all won't teach your children, teach your boys. Amen. Teach your girls how to comb their own hair. Let mm -hmm. them start at a certain age. Yeah, it's going to look bad, but it looks good mm -hmm. because they did it. That's right. They're learning. You know? You have to encourage them. Mm -hmm. And here's the wonderful part about parenting. Wherever you are right now in parenting, you've never been there before. Yeah. So who's going to tell you how to do it? We're going to give you all of the direction, information that we can give. But at the end of the day, man, you got to pray. Yes. And ask God because every child is different. Yes, they are. No child is the same. No child has the same mentality. But yet, they still is a child. And the Bible said foolishness is wrought in the heart of a child. Mm -hmm. And it lingers a little longer in men <laughs> or in boys. <laughs> you know, uh, it doesn't linger that as long in women as it does in boys. You have to know that. Amen. You, you have to get to know your children. Mm -hmm. Some of you all are raising your children too sheltered. You know, because you when you make them too sheltered, they go out in the world and then they don't want to face reality because they can't believe people do this. Well, people do some crazy stuff out there. Mm -hmm. Amen. They, they, they do some crazy stuff out Amen. there. And, and you cannot let your child grow up so sheltered that when they go out, they mess up. You know, I, I, I always tell the girls and the boys, I just tell it, I stress it more with the girls. I say, when you go out and college, don't trust nobody. And I mean, nobody. Right. Don't trust that girl or that boy that say they're your friend. Don't trust them. Don't trust them. Don't trust them. I tell them, I say, when you go out and you have a drink or something, if you walk away from the table and leave it, when you come back, don't drink it no more. Don't drink it. I don't care if you left it there with your best friend. Mm -hmm. Don't you drink it no more. Get you another one or take it with you. 
Don't trust nobody. Because, the, listen, too many people have been damaged because they trusted their best friend. Yes. Too many people, I, I've heard all kinds of cases where people, a person's best friend was jealous of them and they helped them to get something done to them, mm-hmm. molested or abused or robbed or something. So young people, hear it from a pastor. Don't you trust nobody when you go out uh, and and I, I obviously I don't believe in clubs because I'm a preacher. You shouldn't be there. But some of y'all gonna do what you want to do, and some of y'all are not saved and gonna listen and gonna do it. When you walk away from that table anywhere, don't you come back and pick up that drink. Take it with you, or you get you a fresh one. Right. Don't trust nobody. Here's another thing, parents, that you have to put in your children. You have to teach your children that they uh don't make them feel like they can't tell you certain things. Y'all stop freaking out, you know, because they done told you they kissed a boy or they let a boy rub on them. And you, you let them happen. You did it. Oh, yeah, it happened to you. Teach them not to let it happen. Don't put your child in a situation where they don't have the freedom to tell you everything. I, I tell them here, I mean, I'm going to tell a lot of my secrets. I tell them here, I say, y'all can't hide but one thing from me, and that's your body. That's all you can hide from me. Everything else I want to know. Amen. Don't ever feel like something so bad happened or you did something so bad that you can't talk to me about it. Mm -hmm. You have to make children feel free that they can come to you and talk to you about anything without you freaking out. Amen. Because most of us, not all parents and did stuff we ain't had no business. Now we ready to (laughs) string them up when they do it. No. The best thing for us to do is teach them not to do it. And if by chance they do it, right. make sure they got somebody to talk to. Amen. You know, I had nobody to talk to Mm-mm. when I messed up, right. you know, and, and and I didn't realize it wasn't good until I realized I had children and I had to teach them that they can come to me, you know, because, you, you know, we live. I say we we deal we play the hand we've been dealt, you know, <laughs> and sometimes we don't know we we was dealt a bad hand, right. amen. And, and then I have I have parents that grew up such hard lives that y'all 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 either go too far to the right or too far to the left. To the right meaning you won't let them experience nothing. Too far to the left, you're too hard on them because you think. Because you grew up hard, they taking advantage of the ease of life that 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 you giving them. Don't do that to your children. Now I'm I'm throwing all of this out at the beginning because as we talk in the days to come, I want you all to remember we don't know what we're doing, mm-hmm. and that's that that's the essence of it. We don't know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, raising boys is different than raising girls. Amen. A mama raising a boy by herself is different than a dad raising a boy by himself Mm -hmm. and vice versa, you know, or two parents in the house and raising boys and girls. It's it's different. You know, Uh, you hear me use the phrase all the time. People try to say, well, that ain't right. I don't speak female. That's the best way to explain it to me, because sometimes I don't understand what women talking about, man. And I know sometimes my wife don't be knowing what I'm talking about when I be talking to other male. We just don't speak it, man. Accept it. And and, and God wants us to learn how to do it, <laughs> at least to some degree where we can understand each other. Amen. Because yeah. we don't know God. God yeah. said, I don't think like y'all, John. Right. My, my ways, yeah. my ways are far, far from you. Far from your way. And we and then God wants me to be as one as him and Jesus are one. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. See, y'all think. Uh, all a lot of times I be saying stuff that ain't scripture. I just don't quote scriptures all the time. But God want us to become. He want us to become one. Right. Now she grew up in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the backwoods of Mississippi. I've been uh, all over the world. Not all over the world, but I've been to a lot of countries. I've been in the military, and God expect us to be one. Okay, see how that gonna work out. Mm-hmm. It's working out pretty good though. Twenty seven years. Right. How close we are? Are we that far or a little closer? A little bit closer. A little bit closer. About yeah. right there? Yeah, about right there. About right there. Yeah, not too close. <laughs> Amen. We're going to get close. We're going to learn one another. Amen. Amen. That's why I say till death do us. Right. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So I want you all to realize 
as parents, 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 y'all listen to me, children, y'all listen to me. Your parent have never been there before, just like you've never been there before, mm -hmm. you know. And 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 then here's another thing, parents. Your children don't owe you nothing. I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna be quiet for a second. Hmm. Your children don't owe you nothing. nothing. You stop making them feel like they owe you because you brought them here and raised them. If you didn't want to raise them, you should have gave them away or kept your legs closed or your pants up and you're dressed down because they didn't ask to come here and they didn't ask to be your child. So don't make them feel like they owe you because they don't went out and made a few dollars. And now you tell me, well, I raised you. Well, why did you bring them here? Now they yeah. owe you for you raising them. Don't don't put that. That's that's mean and low down and low down, low down, dirty. Because mm -hmm. these children are going out in the world. They are stressed enough. Right. Now, now watch this. Watch this. Parents and children. And I'm not going to name everything because it's not going to come to my mind. You got a child that goes to college. First of all, they ain't never been away from home. Mm -hmm. Now they're in a strange land sleeping. And they're really not quite as comfortable as you would think they are because they're not used to this. Now they got to get a whole new set of friends and they're going to find out the friend that they grew up with is different from these crazy friends they're going to meet out there wherever they are. Let's just say college. Mm -hmm. Now they got to study. They got to study harder because college is harder than high school. Now they got to wash their own clothes, keep their own room clean, know when their linen is dirty. Because remember, we told them, oh, go change the cup on that bed. It's dirty. Oh, okay, daddy. Okay, mama. Now they got to realize your bed stink. Your room stink. Amen. They got to go buy their own laundry detergent. They got to make sure they got enough soap where they go. Because see, they'll go in the cabinet at home and we got bars of soap. So they just go grab one, grab one. So now they go to get a bar of soap. I ain't got no soap because they're not used to buying it. You understand? Now they got to remember they grew up in the house. They got all these snacks. Whenever they want a snack, they got a snack. Then they grow up. Now they want a snack. They don't have a snack because they didn't buy none for their room. Mm -hmm. You understand? So, and the, and the list goes on and on, but y'all get the point I'm trying to make. They don't know they need all this stuff in the house. They don't know they need money. They don't know they need what we call wham, walking around money. Amen. They need money in their pocket all the time because if they get stranded somewhere, at least they can call an Uber. You know, maybe it's on a card or something. But my point is they need wham, walking around money. They need that, but they don't know they need that. Because remember in the past when they was in the car with you and they said, oh, daddy, you know, can I get a, 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 a Gatorade? They didn't need no wham. I had it. But now they need it because I'm not there to go out to pull over and go into 7-Eleven. All of these things, they are learning. They are learning. And on the top of all of that, they got to remember they stay in school. And then here come, the, here come the gut punching. Now they looking at these little boys and girls and they like them. Now they distracted. They distracted and they wonder why they distracted because they spending time and nothing wrong with this. Understand this is socialization. They need it. But all of these things are bombarding them. The last thing they need is a disgruntled parent interfering with them saying, I can call home and my dad and my mama can help me think things through. And we too busy. We ain't got time for them or we got an attitude because they ain't doing something we think they ought to be doing. That's wrong, parents. That's wrong. Don't do that to your child. Amen. They are your children forever. You are a parent forever. You don't stop being a parent because they got married and, 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 and had babies. They're going to still call you for advice because now they are 20, 20, 30, uh, 25, 35 years old. And now you 60, 55 years old. So you have some knowledge of where they are, but yet what they're experiencing this day and time, it was different from your day and time. Mm -hmm. What am I saying? Everywhere you are in life, you've never been there before. Every situation in your life, you have never been there before. So you be careful. Children, you have to understand wherever you are, you've never been there before and your parent have never had you at the age of 19 before. 
you've never thought the way you're thinking at 19 before. Mm-hmm. And then you got children that want to go out and buy cars. You know, now they got to make sure they make enough money to pay their car note. And then when they can't pay the car note, what they're going to do? They need gas, and gas prices have never been this high. <laughs> Amen. Mm-hmm. So now they 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 finding out. I got a car note. I got to put gas. I got to buy insurance. I got to study. I got this major test coming. My boyfriend or my girlfriend want me to spend time with them. You know, I, I, I need to go buy me some more underwear. I need to go get me some stuff for my hair. I need to go get a haircut. You know, they did on all of this stuff. And then uh, my insurance note ain't paid. I got to pay my cell phone bill and I don't have enough money. I can't get enough hours. Talk about adulthood. Welcome to adulthood. Children, we go through this stuff every day of our life. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we make it work. We make it work. We make it work. Hallelujah. Thank you. We make it work. So y'all children, young adults, teens, y'all got to make it work. That's why we work at telling you, go get you a part-time job. Do something. Learn how to take the trash out. Learn how to wash your own clothes. Learn how to mm-hmm. clean up your floor, vacuum, sweep, mop. Learn how to keep the bathroom clean. Mm-hmm. You got to learn this stuff because you're growing up mm-hmm. and you're going to wake up one day and you're going to be 30 years old. Right. And you're going to be wondering what happened. What happened? Life speeds up. Let me tell you what that means. Life speeds up when you graduate from high school. You know why life speeds up? It speeds up because now you've got more things to do every day. So you are so busy every day, days go by faster. Remember, it didn't go by fast before because you come home, you sit in your room, you ain't got nothing to do. Lounge around. Now you come home, you got to do homework. You got to wash your clothes. You got to make sure this. Your friends want to go out. You don't have no money. And now you busy. Your brain is active. And that before you realize, the day is gone. Mm-hmm. That's why life speeds up. That's why I tell you it's the first day of the rest of your life. It's the first day of adulthood because now you are learning a lot of responsibilities. Now, I know I'm throwing a lot of stuff out there, but yes. trust me, we're going to hash over it more and more. But I want you all to leave tonight knowing that parents and children, wherever you are right now, you have never been there before. So therefore, nobody knows what they're doing. Therefore, now watch this, young adults. And I'm and I'm talking about all y'all that's out of high school. Y'all have to be patient with your parents like the parent got to be patient with the children. And don't y'all go there beating one another up because things don't go right. Well, you know, Pastor said you ought to be patient with me. Pastor also said for you not to do that. Mm-hmm. Remember that part of it. Mm-hmm. Just know this. Wherever my child is, she's never been there. He's never been there before. And I have never. Listen, all of y'all that's got a 18, 19 year old. Have you ever had an 18, 19 year old before? Do you know how they think? Somebody said, yeah, this is my second one. Do they think the same? So you can't use the same approach, can you? So you've never been there before. Not with this one. Not with this one. It's a job, parents. It's a job, children. And now that you are a young adult, you have to think different. You can't think like a baby. You can't think like a child. You say you can't sit around and complain. Amen. Stop running to your parents, get money for everything now. If you can't afford to buy yourself something, then you need to get a job or hustle. Do something. That's why I tell you all, don't worry about no boys and no girls until you get a high, a, a college education, a full-time job. What else I said? And 25 years old. Yeah. That's when your brain can come down a little bit, little bit. Notice I'm stressing a little bit because now you end up with your own apartment. You got your own car and you got you got a whole set of bills that you got to maintain on a regular basis. I, I, I'm i going to put this out there for you. Don't uh, let my wife say something. Uh, I, I, I'll never forget this brother Charles I was working with when we were doing Crossing God when my boys was in school. And he told me something. And I listen, you all do this. I wish I had done it. But by the time he told me and I got the, the wisdom behind it, it was too late. Don't y'all do like me. Don't mess up. He said, John, 
He said, one thing I wish I had done for my children that I didn't do. And I said, what was that, child? He said, to set them down and show them how much money came in that house for them to live the way they live. Mm -hmm. He said, because they went out thinking they can get a McDonald job and do what I was doing for them. Mm -hmm. And they couldn't figure it out. So parents, set your children down and tell them this is not public knowledge. Don't you go out telling nobody. But this is how much money come in this house for you to have all them clothes, for you to have a cell phone, for you to have all these snacks, for me to have a mop, a broom, and all of these cleaning supplies in here, all of these you know, necessities, paper towel, light bulbs, mm -hmm. extra towels, dishcloths, dishwashing detergent, a plunger for the toilet, you know, and children don't know. They need a plunger and a thing to keep that toilet clean. You need disinfectant stuff to keep that house clean. Mm -hmm. You need a broom, a vacuum, a dustpan. You need a good trash can, trash bags. Amen. You need Ziploc bags. You need all of these things because children leave home and they're used to it. Right. They're used to it, but they don't know when they go get their own place. It takes a while for it to dawn on them because we don't train them. Amen. So Melissa supported say something because I know. Wow, you just was talking, man. man. Well, you I had to get it out. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I know. He gave you guys an earful, okay? <laughs> but it is true. Um, growing up, you know, um, we don't really experience it until we get out there because mm -hmm. a lot of times we are not made privy of it before we leave the house. We mm -hmm. used to mom and dad having everything for us in the house. Amen. But there is a, thing, a word called necessity. So you don't have to have everything, amen? Just the things you really, really have to have. You know, you got to have your toothbrush. You got to have your toothpaste, your deodorant, amen? You got to have some necessity things that you need to to for your everyday life, amen? Some of those other things as far as, you know, trash bags. You can use the grocery store bags, amen? But there are some things that we don't have to go out and just go buy just to to have mm -hmm. um amen there's some things you know that we have to have i guess there's some that you know feel that they got to have their coffee in the morning amen so they may go out and buy you know a coffee maker or what have you mm -hmm. but um there are things that are caught necessity that mm -hmm. we we definitely have to have in our life amen mm -hmm. um but children yes welcome to mm -hmm. adulthood you know yeah. you 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 hear that slogan quite often welcome to adulthood because there's so many different doors that are going to open up mm -hmm. you know there's so many different things that you're going to just you know your eyes are going to be open for where you're just going to say wow i didn't know i needed that oh wow i didn't know you know such things amen um but you don't know you don't and, know. It, and it's nothing wrong that you don't know right amen? right the 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 thing is when the time comes that for you to be familiar with mm -hmm. it so you to be educated to know what Hallelujah. to do. Amen. You know, when you move into your place, you know, you go, you got to have toilet paper. Amen. You know, you got to, you know, have a towel to wash your face and what have you with. These are simple things, but you know, these are things that you know, you got to have. Amen. And, you know, as you go day by day, you find other things that are necessity. So we can't, um, as we grow up, we mm -hmm. can't go out and just waste our money on frills and thrills, you know, you can't right. have every right. outfit, every new pair of shoes that comes out, right. amen. So you got to learn to put those things on the back burner because I got to get my necessities first. You know, like we say, um, you got to pay your bills, right? You know, you know that you got to have a cell phone, and you, right. and if you're responsible for that cell phone bill, you got to make sure I put the money aside for my cell phone mm -hmm. because I don't want my cell phone to be turned out. That's an important factor mm -hmm. for me, amen. You know that. You know, if I pay rent, I got to have my money for rent. I got to set that aside. Amen. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't pay my rent, I'm going to get put out. I'm not going right. to have a roof over my head. Amen. Right. So there's some things that we know that are necessities that we got to take care of first off the top. Right. Off the top. Right. And then from there, if we have money left over, maybe I can buy one of those other things and splurge. But it's not something that I get all the time. Right. anymore. You right. know, so we, we got to take a, a back seat to some of the things that we may have been used mm -hmm. to having. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. And now we just got to think about our necessities. What, what do I really need? What do I really need to yes. survive? Amen. Even us as parents, we have to think about that because before the kids came along, it was, 
just me. I only had to worry about me buying for me. Amen. Mm -hmm. But now that the kids come along, then you have to think about, okay, I got to make sure the kids have, you know, some bread in the house, some, some peanut butter and jelly so they can make a sandwich. You know, I got to make sure that they have something to drink. You know, um, you have to make sure that those necessities are taken care of. Man. Amen. So we just got to think about that. Right. You know, something right. that we don't, you know, necessarily is right in the forefront of us, but something that we have to, you know, just sit down and think about and not waste our money, not not Amen. waste, be wasteful. Amen? Amen. And so in this parenting series, we're going to talk about it. You know, we're going to have you this. call in and, Hallelujah. you know, and we're just going to sit down and, and have a one on one talk about some of the things that we do experience in in moving out on our own. You know, Amen. when I first moved out, I moved out into an apartment and, you know, it was a shocker because, yeah, I had to pay. You know, but at that time, apartments were you just pay the rent and all the utilities were included in. So that part was good. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when it came to like a cell phone, mom didn't take care of my cell phone no more because I moved out. Right. You know, I thought I was grown. So right. it's like, OK, well, with grownness come, you pay your own cell phone bill right. now. Amen. So those are things that we have to um, adjust for. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have to buy furniture. You have to have a bed to sleep on. That's right. You know? And so you may not, nobody moving out has $500 to go out and just go buy a bed just like that. Mm -hmm. Amen. So you may have to look into getting some credit or you may have to just put some money aside until you get enough. Right. Amen. So that you can go, you know, some stores used to have where you could put furniture on Lailway. Yeah. They used to have Lailways. Good old days. you just pay a little bit on it here and there <laughs> until you get it paid off. And then, right. ooh, yeah, I got my bedroom set that I wanted. And right. They had those things. I don't know if they have such a thing anymore, but now people just want you to really put stuff on a credit and you pay interest where, you know, the bed costs you 500 By the time you get ready to finish paying the, the credit card off, you didn't pay $1,000 for that $500 right. bed. Right. Right. Amen. But, you know, these are just things that we need to sit down and educate our kids on when it comes Hallelujah. to credit. Thank you, Jesus. Having credit. I'm going to have a, I didn't Amen. mention, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut y'all, but I'm going to have a credit class I'm going to do for the young people about getting credit cards. So that's in the very near future. Amen. So I don't have a date yet because I'm going to do a little research to make sure I know what I'm talking about mm -hmm. or get someone to come in. Amen. But see, I don't want nobody, I don't like nobody coming in merchandising my people. Amen. You know, if I ask them to come in, I want them to come in and educate yeah. and don't come in trying to teach Sell. them Bible. That's my job. I want them to teach them how to right. use a even, credit card wise. Right. Even Amen. financially, teaching them yeah, how, financial to save, stuff. Yeah. how to save. You know, right. if, if you're going to pay your tithes, you're paying your 10% off the top. Amen. Mm -hmm. You should still pay yourself. Because right. you got to set aside some of your money for your right. bills, for your expenses. So you should still save. You know, so if you pay, you're going to give God 10%, why not give yourself 10%? If you mm -hmm. can't afford 10, start at five, you know, and then build it up. But right. give yourself something, excuse me, give God what he deserves off the top. Amen. And then put something aside so that you have a savings account. A savings account is for your rainy days. Right. When something just happens and oh, I don't know how I'm going to pay for it, right. you know, and you look over there and you didn't save, you know, a thousand dollars and you forgot about it. Amen. So these are things that we have to teach our children right. so that they can um, understand that, you know, it's not just about living from paycheck to paycheck. paycheck. Right. We got to save something. We right. got to put something aside for that rainy day. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Let me you keep going. No, I mean, yeah, you can keep going. <laughs> you want to. All right. No, no, no. I didn't know if you wanted to go down your list or what happened. No, no. I done pretty much went down the list. I just want to show them some scriptures. Um, I was just writing so you could be conscious of, of what I was talking about. Okay. But um, I, I just want the parents and the children to become more conscious for us to be better parents so our mm -hmm. children can be better. With that in mind, I want you to read for me, honey. Um, Psalms. Psalm 127, start at verse 3. All right. Psalms 127. Y'all grab your Bible. Now, if y'all have any questions, now, you don't have to wait till we get deeper into each subject as we progress in the days to come. So if you have any questions, please call in. You got the number, email. You know, we can address it. Uh, this is the parenting seminar for a while that you all been asking me for. Mm -hmm. So spread it. Let people know we are here to help parents and children to be better saints 
even sinners. Mm -hmm. We're here to make help you get better because the world is serious out there. Yes. You know, the world is serious yes. out there. Amen. So go on and read that. Amen. Part. So the book of Psalms, chapter 127, verse number three, Ten. it reads, Lo, children are a heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. Read that again. Lo, children are a heritage of the Lord mm. and the fruit of the womb of his reward. Heritage. Y'all know what that means? Mm. We have something. Uh, children are what we create. Mm -hmm. Well, I won't say create because we don't create, but make. Mm -hmm. And when we make them, they are to represent us forever. Like we supposed to represent Jesus forever. God yes. forever. I want my child to represent me forever. No. Four generations from now, you won't know my name, mm -hmm. but know that my, my children know that their daddy, granddaddy, great granddaddy, mm -hmm. he had this mentality. He taught me how to wash clothes. So I taught my children. So I taught my children and he taught his children, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, teach your boys how to be men, mm -hmm. teach your boys how to open the door for yes. women, you know, and teach your women how to accept it and mm -hmm. stop saying, I can open my door for myself. Mm -hmm. Sure you can. Nobody said you couldn't. Yeah. But why are you upset? Because somebody want to treat you like a lady. Mm -hmm. Don't mean you are infilant and you can't do nothing. It's respect. It's love. It's compassion. And don't mean I want your phone number. Right. You know, I make a habit when I open the door for ladies, I never look back to see if they went through because I don't want nobody to think I'm looking at their behind mm -hmm. because people say, oh, yeah, you checking out. I was making sure she was through the door before I let it go. So I had to come up with another way. So folks, because folks got twisted brains. Amen. So I hold the door open and I count. Now, if they can get through in the count of three or four, then... <laughs> The door probably going to hit them, you know, but go on through the door, mm. you know, but I don't have to look back. What I'm saying, it's just so many things mm. that I want my children. And see, and that's why I tell the children, all the saints at Church of Apostles, I want no dumb saints. Mm -hmm. I want no dumb saints. Mm. You know, we can be smart over here. We don't have to walk around like we all that in a bag of chips, as y'all say, mm -hmm. but we don't have to walk around dumb either. Right. Jesus said, my people are destroyed for lack of, knowledge. lack of knowledge. Now he's saying, if your child is your heritage, mm -hmm. what kind of heritage do you want to leave? Mm -hmm. What kind of reputation? What kind of dynasty yes. do you want to leave? Yes. Do you want your children to go around conniving and stealing and robbing like you had to do? Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't want my boys to have babies everywhere. I want them to have babies by their wives. Yeah, and we Amen. all want our children yeah. to be better than we were. Yes. We want our children not to follow in our footsteps, right. but to achieve more than we've achieved in life. Amen. But don't browbeat them. Right. Remember I said earlier, you can't browbeat them. Well, you don't know what it's like to have this because I didn't have, you can't do that easy. That's Amen. not their fault. Amen. They didn't raise you. Just tell them, I want you to do better. And more so, show them, yes, help yes, them. Yes. Don't be so so quick to tell them what they're doing is wrong. Right. Cheer them on. Right. You know, whether it's good mm. or bad, you know, right. let them know. Hey, right. I, you know, I admonish what you did. You did a great job, you know. Mm. You know, but maybe next time you can go about it this way to give mm. them a little pointer. But, you know, don't knock them down. Don't and sometimes don't give them advice. Wait till they ask for it. Mm -hmm. Because what they did wasn't that bad. Right. You know, you could have did it a little bit better. Right. So don't make all of their decisions seem wrong. Right. But you can if, if that makes sense. Yeah, but we can educate them. Let them know. Well, no, you have to be careful how you educate them. Well, I'm saying educate them in a way to let them know that there is, this is how. But you, you know, have to, to be careful. It, but I'm not, not to put them down for what they did. I'm not saying that. I'm saying. Just because a person go out and do something, I, I use this example, creativity. Don't mess with someone else's creativity. Mm -hmm. If their creativity wasn't wrong, don't mess with it. Let mm -hmm. them ask you. Say, so, so mama, what do you think? You, you think I could have chose a better couch? Then you can say, yeah, you could have chose one, but that one is fine. And they don't be so quick to make them feel like every decision they make is a bad decision. Because yeah. sometimes it ain't a bad decision. It's a preference. Right. It's their choice. They right. That's and that's what I mean by that. It. But you sometimes know. you can still enlighten them on some other things. Don't say sometimes because then you're making it sound like what I'm saying is wrong. Say, well, I'm just saying that so it's rewording. okay to enlighten them. Why? If what they, they did, don't know. It's called educating. But if, it's, if they didn't do nothing wrong, what mm -hmm. you enlightening them for? 
Well, because we're showing them that there's other. But things. that that means you saying they were wrong. Saying that's what I'm saying. Don't tell them they was wrong. Let them ask you sometime, and that's it's the not key. that you're saying that they're wrong, Cordis. But sometimes just... you gotta let them ask you. No. Okay. Don't don't tell them you should have bought this. You follow me? Mm -hmm. Just let them. Now you may think it, but because they chose Kleenex, what what's another brand of tissue? Scotch. Sharman. Scotch. Sharman. I'm talking about uh, Sharman make. No, uh, Kleenex? Scott. Scotch. Scotch. Okay, you like Kleenex. So you walk in the house and they got Scotch. Oh, well, you should have bought Kleenex. I see you just told them they were wrong. They did. No, but there's some things that you kind of, if you bought the store brand and you didn't buy Kleenex, you know, you'd say something about, you know, the store brand is okay, but you'll find that this one lasts longer. You know, it's not that you're knocking it, but you're telling them don't waste your money on but the you cheap be stuff. be careful with that. You know, okay. I, you got to be careful with what anything. What if they don't like that other brand? What if they don't like? Well, they'll find out. It's trial and error. It's trial and error. Yeah, right. it's trial and error. Once right. you buy store brand and you see that it's not right. as flavorful and you go back and you buy Del Monte, you're like, whoa, I'm not buying the cheap stuff no more. This one's got more flavor to it. But so be it's careful, Heidi. Trial That's and my error that they can they do. Yeah. You know, everything is not that you're you're telling them what to do or that you're knocking it down. I know when I was younger and having a young family, being young myself, mm -hmm. I didn't like a lot of times when my parents came to try to correct mm -hmm. something I did or mm -hmm. thought right. that put us at odds. Because mm -hmm. first of all, I'm grown and got my own kids. You don't tell me nothing. Right. And and we take that stance. It may be wrong. Right. We take that stance because we got our own kids. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you'll come, like, pastor come to me and say, you might want to try it this way. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. a, That's different mm -hmm. than coming and telling me something. Same thing. Right. It's different. I mean, it's the way you tell the person, but still, I mean, what he just said, I'm still wrong because I told you some, to try something different. No, I didn't say I what never you said did. You wrong. I, said, I didn't careful. say what they did was wrong. Okay. All I said was, you could try this. Okay. So same thing. Yeah, because my parents did that, they turned me off. Right. No. And I that's mean, what parents and, do to a lot of and being a young adult growing up, um, number one, you don't want to be told what to do. Right. You know, so most of the time when somebody says something to you, you are gonna take offense right. to it. Period. That's why I say let them ask. That's the key. And the reason I say this, you all, I counsel young people, I talk to them. I didn't just make this stuff up. No, I hear didn't. what they say. But we as parents don't want to see our kids fall in the gutter. Either. But do you don't want so to run I them away tell, either? If I can tell you something, whether you hear me or not, I'm going to still tell but you. But you don't want to, and like he's just saying choice. though. Yeah, no, no, no. You run them away. You don't want to run I, them away. I understand. You okay. have your choice okay. to make whatever decision you want, but I'm still going to give you the information. And that's just like walking with God. He gives us the information, but it's your choice if you're going to do it or not. What if it's a situation? Because I know it's, I've been through this. That's why I'm, I'm saying mm -hmm. is if I didn't ask you, why are you telling me? Because you. I'm your parent. I'm your. I'm. But I'm like your I'm your overseer. And if I see something where I see you're going, you know, maybe down doing the wrong thing, I'm gonna right. speak up. I'm gonna right. say something. Only because I, me, I don't want to see you make a bad decision. Because I know that to me, it may be a bad decision for you. Right. But who says it's for me? Mm -hmm. No, you know it saying? may not be. But I. You know, as a parent, I would, I would right. still say something. And, see, that's, that's, I and I'm not going to tell you what right. to do. I'm just going to explain to you why I have my opinion on. Right. I think that's where me and my parents kind of went at odds. Mm -hmm. We better now because we had that blow up session. Right. I blew all the way yeah. up. But now it's different. Right. Now if I come and ask them, they tell me. Right. Well, James did it. They don't offer it freely no more. Right. Because they haven't seen how you respond. Right. I wouldn't offer it either. Right. You know, it's like, that's what I'm saying. That, that's doing it like that. But sometimes you I just have those. But sometimes you just have those kids that are just like that. Like I said, now, because this? they're grown, they don't want nobody to tell them what to do, period. Now, now watch this. Y'all ready for this? Men got a strong problem with folks telling us what to do without we ask it. And that's why I say, you don't know how men think. It's got nothing to do with wrong or right. It's how men are. True. I don't know how men think because I'm not a man. Well, that's what I'm telling you. But I'm telling you from a woman's perspective. Right. 
Man, I, I'm man, okay with that. Men but, like to tell you what to do, but they don't want you to tell them what to do. Because God made us that Amen. way, just like he so, made y'all like that. No, I understand. But I'm saying all that to say we as women are going to tell you. Right. We're going to speak it and let you know. And Whether we you as do men, it or not, that's on your own. And we you as know? men don't want to hear And the it. same thing. We don't want to hear so it. We Sometimes trying to, when you say So how close we are? You sure we this close? You done, you done opened up a little bit further <laughs> now, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. But that that's okay. It's good dialogue because Amen. people got to know this is the way the world humans. This is the way we function, right. you all. Amen. Amen. And parents, this that's the way it is. Mm -hmm. Amen. But going back to the scripture, he said, "And the fruit of the womb is his reward." Mm -hmm. Meaning, the fruit that the woman brings is the reward of the man, mm -hmm. not the woman. I'm sorry, I didn't write this. That's his fruit. Amen. Because he's supposed to keep that house in order. And he had to let the mama know, don't tell that boy nothing. Leave that boy alone. Well, I got to tell him. And, and moms are like that. But the dad is saying, you can't tell them this time. Let, what they did, it ain't going to kill them. Let them come back and find out because they may just like scotch forever. You may get them clean. They're they going to go back and buy scotch. I don't like it. So you buy your own clinics and bring them in the house. Amen. And, and that's all we're saying. It's, it's different. But like I said at the very beginning, we don't know what we're doing. No. We don't know what we're doing. And we got to pray. Mm -hmm. Parents, children, we got to pray. Because wherever you are, you've never been there before. I have never been 62-year-old with children and grandchildren and, and, and uh, grown children mm -hmm. and a whole bunch of saints, mm -hmm. a chairman, mm -hmm. a pastor, a granddaddy. Amen. But some things God just gave us womanly instincts on. So when it comes to a woman talking to a daughter... You know, sometimes the man just got to stay out. That's all. Amen. That's all. That's all I'm saying. A man can raise a boy, but a man can't really raise a, a girl. Not like that. Okay. I mean, yeah, but so some of those some things, things are just woman to woman type things. That's some all. things my daughters will go to my wife for. Mm -hmm, that's some true. Things they come they will to come to their dad for. That's right. You know, so, so you can't. But you know, I know, too, I know this, even with Simone. Me offering certain things, she don't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. So I have to pull back. Right. She's 20 years old. Right. She's 20. Right. Even though she's in my house, she's right. still 20. Right. So I have to be careful in what certain things. I can't just take her right. on you in my house. Da, da, da. Right. No, I don't want to run her away that right. way. Can't right. run them away. Now, you break my rules, that's different. Right. But, you know. I got I you. To, I, I totally yeah. agree with that. Okay. What's that time? Oh, we got 10 minutes. But I'm not going to go to the next scripture yet. Uh, I'm going to say that for next week because I can uh, uh, talk a little bit more on, on uh, my notes here. Mm -hmm. um, again, let's rehearse. First rule of thumb, parents and children, we don't know nothing. Mm -hmm. Let's establish that. Because what you knew with that child won't, may not necessarily apply to the next one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Days and times have changed, okay? Cars have changed. Cell phones have changed. Uh, I think when Kenny came along, we had pagers. Now we got cell phones, you know? Uh, before Kenny, we had public phones, and we had them phones we could walk through the whole house with, but the cord got all tied up, Rotary. you know? Uh, <laughs> we had party lines. Things have changed. Mm. <laughs> Amen. But my, my point is, we still are the parent and they still are the church. It just so happened. Now, we're the parents. Yeah, we're the parents. Amen. And no, my children didn't grow up in the backwoods of Mississippi, so I can't make them feel bad because they get luxuries. Mm -hmm. My parents didn't give me anything when I left home. They didn't give me much when I was home, but they didn't give me anything. So I'm not going to tell my children, well, you know, I'm going to let you struggle by yourself like I did. I'm not going to do that to my children. I will struggle helping them forever, and they'll never know I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. it, ain't, mm -hmm. it ain't for them to know. Amen. Because if they need it, I don't want my children. I had a rule. I had a rule that when I was growing up in high school, you know how you sell the candy, try to make do fundraiser to get money to... And I could never get nothing sold. I just couldn't sell stuff. 
people wouldn't buy it. I don't know if it's just me or what. But I made a vow that whenever somebody tried to tell, sell me some candy, I would always buy. And I do that to this day. I don't care how many children I see standing out in front of the store trying to sell this candy for fundraising. I'm going to buy something. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, I don't even want the candy. I just give them the money. Mm -hmm. Amen. And they say, oh, Mr. T I don't want, baby, you can have the candy. I just want to support mm -hmm. because I know the struggles of that. Yeah. What am I saying? I know the struggles that children go through trying to survive and they don't have like everybody else have. Remember I told y'all, God said, John, that's why I won't give you too much money because you won't let nobody struggle, mm -hmm. you know? And, and but, but that's the way I am because I struggled so bad and I didn't beg. I didn't ask nobody for nothing. I made it work. And that's why sometimes I tell the young people, make it work. When I know it's not going to harm you or defame you or make you feel bad, depending on what you're doing, I tell you, make it work. Mm -hmm. Make it work. All you're going to do is get educated. Right. You're going to figure it out. Amen. You have to grow up. So sometimes we have to do certain things to make them grow up. But here's the million dollar question. What do you hold back to make them grow up? You don't know. When God say don't do it, you can't do it. You can't do it. And see, and I've watched the saints and the young people, some of them struggle. I can solve their problem. I can give them the $500. And God said, nope, we can't do it this time. Let them struggle. I'm like, man, Lord, they need to go through the struggle. Amen. I'm going to be preaching about something along those lines on Sunday. So if y'all want to hear a good message, amen. Uh, but sometimes we got to go through the struggle, man. And we can feel bad all we want. Sometimes they need stuff and you give them two, three thousand. They go, oh, you, you, I could have gave you this last week if I wanted to. But God said no. Mm -hmm. And I can't do nothing about it. I've learned. I've learned. Obey God, y'all. Obey God. Parents, mm -hmm. sometimes. You want to do it? If God said you can't, you can't do it. Children, sometimes you want to ask your parents for something and God said, don't, don't you do it. Mm -hmm. Don't you do it. You deal with it. You, you, you hear what you, what y'all hear me say? It ain't going to kill you. Figure it out. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to grow up. Yep. Thank you. Know, you. That's what it called. That's what that struggle is about. Helping you to grow up, you know, so parents right? can't be there all the time. You have your hands out. Right. Sometimes they're going to say no. And you have to just accept that no and go on. You know, you can't be bailed right. out all the time. One thing, parents, don't you ever stop doing is being there to talk to them mm -hmm. or listen to them right. or encourage them yeah. or to help them. Now, help meaning sometimes they just want to hear you. Mm -hmm. They just want to know. Like I said, if they call from college or school or wherever, or they just come home and just want to talk, just sit there and listen. Now, men, we have a problem with this. Yes, you do. Now, see, I don't need no amen. Amen. But we know our problem. All right. We're just saying, yes, you do. But that's you tell another... us what we do. We can't tell you. What? <laughs> you Come on. It's a two-way You street. didn't tell me. It's a two-way like, I'm glad you remember that. I'm glad. That's really what your amen meant. No, that was okay. not. All right. Hallelujah. But anyway. You read minds now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Hey, remember, men, we have a problem with that. We have to find more patience. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about these things as parenting. We got to find more patience with our children because we want our, our boys, we want them to be men. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we push them too hard. Yeah. Remember, like I said, we ain't never been here before. Right. So we don't know what we're doing. Amen. We've Amen. never, we've never been here. Never been there before. We've never been here. You know, we have to we have to go to Jesus for everything because Jesus is the only answer. Jesus is the only answer. He only. Amen. So I want you all to share these podcasts, you know, encourage people because we're gonna talk about a lot of things, parenting and children thing, you know, and we encourage all of you all to reach out, amen, and 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 uh, ask questions and uh give us Feedback. Some testimonies. We don't yes. want no books. You know, just give us some testimony. Amen. And 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 I like to know as this goes on, I like to hear comments if it really helped you to see your child or see your parent in a different limelight now. Because mm -hmm. I didn't realize they've never parented a, 
an 18-year-old, a 19-year-old, a 20-year-old, a 21-year-old. You've never had all of these issues where you was working, going to school, wanting to date, wanting to be able to go out, wanting to be able to have your own money and don't have it. You've never experienced that either. Mm -hmm. They never experienced you wanting to do this. Yeah. And everybody's confused and mad and got attitudes because nobody knows what they're doing. Amen. Nobody. I've been a pastor in 22 years. I still don't know what I'm doing. Amen. I know how to do a whole lot of things in pastoring, but I don't know what I'm doing mm -hmm. because every day, every day is a new day. Every day is a new day. New Amen. Day. I, I, I always like to share this. I always remember one time I was taking a typing test for a job and the, the story was so interesting. I forgot I was taking a typing test. And in the story, I can't remember verbatim, but what it was, a young man was saying, when I was a young boy, my daddy knew everything. I could go to my daddy for everything. When I became a teenager, my daddy didn't understand me. My daddy don't know nothing. When I became a young adult, I said, let me call my daddy. He can give me the answer. He said, now that I'm an old man, he said, I sure wish my daddy was here. Mm -hmm. I, that that touched me, and I always remember that. Mm -hmm. Now it's a little more detail, but I can't remember it. But that was the basics of it. Yeah. In other words, they found out when I needed help, my daddy was there. What am I saying, parents? Your children, your children, it's gonna always need your help. I don't care how old they get. You hear me? Mm -hmm. You hear me? Some of y'all are old to this day, and if y'all parents are around, don't you call them because you know if you're 50, they're 70, they got more wisdom than you. Mm -hmm. If you're 70 and they're 90, they got more wisdom than you. Yes. You never stop learning because you don't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Don't y'all ever forget that. Parents, don't ever forget that. Leave that door open where your children can call you about anything. We get too many young children making babies and scared to tell their parents. Mm -hmm. We get too many young children that get pregnant and, and don't know what to do because they don't know who's going to give them advice. That's why I tell the children, all of y'all, all children of Church of Apostolicity, you only get to hide one thing from me, and that's your body. Because I can see it in your eyes when something ain't right, and I'm going to get it out of you. Amen? So I want y'all to... Parents, I want y'all to understand, make your children comfortable talking to you. Don't run them away. Amen. Mm -hmm. All right, sister supporters, you can say what you need to say. You can close us out. Amen. Y'all, thank you for tuning in to the Jesus Only Podcast. Amen. We Amen. hope we've encouraged you. We hope you, we've given you something to think about. Amen. And to ponder over, amen, get those questions ready mm -hmm. for our next session, amen, because, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot to parenting. It's not mm -hmm. something that, you know, that you were taught while you were a child, amen. All mm -hmm. you know is how your parents treated you and some things you say, I'm not going to treat my kids like that. You mm -hmm. know, I'm not going to do those, that to my kids when they get older, amen. But, you know, get your thoughts together, collect mm -hmm. them all, write them down and present them to us. Send us an email something that you would like for us to discuss um, at our next podcast, Amen. or, you know, you can, you can phone us and leave a message. We got voicemail, leave us a voicemail, you know, let us know, Texas. Um, and then we will present that at our next uh, podcast session. Amen. Amen. Because we're going to be talking on this parenting section for a while. You know, uh, I got some of my grandchildren here. Y'all come on in here and show your faces. Come on, all of y'all get in here. We got a few minutes. I had some special no guests. To, I like saying this. I had some special guests to show up on the studio today. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> show up at the studio. We today. got two minutes. Come on. Y'all hurry up and get in here. See how they don't listen to me? They're Amen. They're kids. They're kids. These, these are some of my, my, my what you say, the kids. They're huh? kids. These are some of my grandchildren. Teenage stick your face. Kids. Come on. Stick your face in here. Come on, here's Sarah. <laughs> I, got, I got some of my grandchildren. Here's Asa. Come on. Asa. Who is this? Aurelia. Aurelia. Come on. Aurelia. Come on, Simone. This is a big grandma here. Right here. <laughs> Come on here. This is Lily. Yeah. You gotta hold that hat, girl. Siren. That's Siren and Siren there. Who is this? Come on, there's somebody. Samaya. Look at Who else we got? Come on. This is. Princess Lily, come on, Lily. Who we missing? Oh, man. Who else? I must be it. I don't have no grown grandkids in there. No, 
Them grown oh, kids of mine. I got a grown son. I got a grown son here. Come on. Oh, y'all know him. Show your face. <laughs> you. Come on. Who? I thought you were talking about Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Oh, Jeremiah, get in here. He did show you how we all family. Get in here, Jeremiah. <laughs> Jeremiah. How much time we got? All right, we love y'all. We just want y'all to know this is family time. Amen. Podcast where you know Jesus is the only answer. Have a great evening. Do you have questions about the Bible or questions that are unanswered? Would you like to know more about Jesus? The Jesus Only Club podcast is the place to get all of your questions answered. Join us every Tuesday at 7 p.m. for the Jesus Only Club podcast, where Jesus is the only answer.